It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast. We are talking the other side of Christmas Day, talking real estate, of course, around the UAE, which is available to you today on Spotify, also Apple Podcasts and Amazon. So there's a lot of places where you can listen to the podcast and it is a Tuesday morning, the 26th day of December, Boxing Day in many, many countries. And this morning we are catching up once again to our professional property expert, Mario Volpe. And uh, Merry Christmas to you there, Mario. Day after Christmas, Boxing Day. Yes, Merry Christmas, Craig. Merry Christmas to all the listeners. And and you see, the listeners, what Craig has to do to me here, he gets me out working on <laughs> Boxing Day. Unbelievable behaviour from the gentleman. Well, I'd say that that is commitment too, <laughs> you know, commitment by you. All I've got to do is say, hey, do you want to do, you want to do one on uh, Boxing Day? Because you, you, you can always say no, but Mario does it. He's, there's a little bit of FOMO with the, the podcast. He says, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, because <laughs> you love talking. <laughs> about Dubai property any opportunity and you're there no definitely and actually gives me a good opportunity to say that you know the real estate market never stops never sleeps and despite the fact that here we are Boxing Day St Stephen's Day in Italy as well which is also a day that's celebrated we are open for business although hopefully a lot of my agents uh, are with their families and uh, and friends just to recharge the batteries a little bit. Yeah, well, you say that the office is open for business. It's almost like an attraction, a themed attraction to just go and have a look at some of the Christmas decorations because it really was an all-out effort uh, when it comes to Christmas decorations for a real estate company. For ourselves, absolutely. I mean, when I walk in to our office, it literally is like coming into Harrods, Santa's Grotto. All we need is uh, the big man himself in the red suit sitting in the in the uh, reception, and we've got it all covered. It is a sight to behold. It's beautiful. You must have had a lot of uh, comments, though, from uh, clients, particularly when the clients bring the children into the office and their eyes are just sort of darting left and right. Actually, it's funny you should say that. I, I don't actually see that many. We do obviously have clients come with children, so it's it's not right of me to say that there aren't any, but there's not as many as you probably think. And I suppose the parents are thinking, oh, you know, for the child, it's boring to, to sit around and... You know, there's, there's not much for them to do. But uh, yeah, definitely the ones that have come over the Christmas period, their eyes have been on stalks really, yeah. Yeah, and you mentioned you've got this team. We talk about it. You've got a 100-strong team. Do they head off, jet set out of Dubai? What happens to most of your team? Do, do you survey them? Do you, do you say, okay, put your hand up if you're heading out of Dubai for Christmas? Well, of course, typical miser, we, we try not to encourage people to go away because you can imagine that number of people, if they upped and left, I would, I would be depleted and I wouldn't have anybody to be able to service any clients. So, so the straight answer is yes, 
uh, a lot of them have traveled to their home countries wide and far all over the globe. Uh, unfortunately, a few people have also been sick. It's been uh, there's been this bug going around. I think it's been going around the whole of uh, sort of the whole of the world, really. But uh, for sure, even myself, I, I succumbed to it uh, a couple of weeks ago. I would say that we don't encourage it, but of course you can't stop it. So yes, it's no longer a hundred people, Craig. I can, I can tell you that it's uh, it's down a little bit. But I'm hoping that come the new year, they'll all be back, raring to go, having recharged their batteries as well. All right, so let's have a look at a couple of talking points now. Just sort of reflecting back on 2023. And the the property luxury market, of course, there was all this hype around Palm Jebel Alley. And I know that this was a talking point that we have covered and covered very strongly. Nobody for sure really knew what was going to happen when there was first stage release. We soon found out because you sent some information to me on the phone saying, gee, look at this. And I could see all these cars just heading in one direction. There were people standing for hours and hours trying to get inside to to buy some property. Just an unfathomable situation, really. Anywhere else in the world, we're probably looking at this thinking, is this really happening? Yeah, but you've got to also remember, Craig, uh, that Palm Jebel Ali was, I mean, was launched in in the early 2000s. And it wasn't until sort of 2008, due to the financial crisis, did it hit the buffers and obviously then became a, a, a stalled project and, and going forward, a stalled project for, for over 20 years. That's a long time for people to have either held on to their token or, or their, their you know, booking form, et cetera, uh, wondering whether Nikhil was ever going to, to, to relaunch it. Palm Jebel Ali has been the talk for a few years now, I have to say, and uh, the hype surrounding it has always been justified because it's 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 double the size of Palm Jumeirah. It had a, a lot of uh, offerings on the paper of what it was going to be like, uh, but of course, it took twenty odd years for Palm Jumeirah to to be where it's at today. So this project is going to run and run and run, and it, and don't forget, it started with with the brokers. I mean, we were. Uh, hemmed in just to listen to the the offering. What uh, what were the villas going to be like? Palm Jumeirah clearly gave us a good uh, you know information, and so we thought that Palm Jebel Ali was going to be something similar, and it and it didn't disappoint. Uh, we spent a very very uh, sort of sardine esque uh, presentation, all squashed together, listening, and then and then a few days later the launch happened, and of course it, it, it sold out because. What, what developers tend to do is they don't launch the whole thing. I mean, this is this is a huge project. So they launched three fronds, uh, just part of the fronds as well, some plots. And slowly, slowly, they, they release more and more. But of course, because of its success, it sells out every time. So the minute they, they launch something, there's enough interest for actually all the uh, all the expressions of interest to be taken and and the project gets sold out. So again, a, a big success story for Nikhil. Yeah, and not forgetting the coastline too, which has increased by 110 kilometres, which is just really incredible. Now, 
Let's have a look just as a reflection point. We've mentioned about the emails that we get from people asking us some really good questions. Back in August, you might remember we had Evelyn there in Montreal in Canada. She uh, wanted to break down some prices or for us to break down or for you to break down some prices in Abu Dhabi, which uh, you did. It was for her family. And she was uh, interested in a three-bedroom apartment with uh, two bathrooms, and her price point was 1.5 million to 1.8. And you threw up a a lot of suggestions. In fact, even me, I was really surprised by just how how much there was available between that 1.5 to 1.8 in Abu Dhabi. And I think it probably talks to the strength of the market in terms of just how much is there. But 1.5 to to 1.8, yes, uh, a lot of stock there in Abu Dhabi. This is something that we're going to look at into the new year, just sort of breaking down some more of these price points, because there's no doubt about it, people are incredibly interested in what sort of values you can get at different price points. And, And that's true. I mean, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, in fact, all of the Emirates have uh, these little pockets of areas that you, you probably don't even know exist. And even myself, you know, we, we we immerse ourselves in our own specific areas. For the listeners, my, my area tends to be the whole coast, literally from Palm Jebel Ali all the way down to Dubai Islands. Uh, I cover the marina, I cover JBR, uh, JLT, the Greens, uh, an area known as beachfront and blue waters. All of this uh, is all linked by one thing, and that's the water. Focusing on those areas, you forget that there's actually a much wider world out there. And when I was looking for uh, for Evelyn, uh, I came across some things in, in Ajman, if I remember rightly, for, for 400 or 500,000 dirhams for three and indeed even four bedrooms. Now, would I particularly want to live out there? Well, it would be difficult to come to work every day, do that traveling and with the traffic. But, you know, there is a a place for everybody. So depending on what people are looking for, I'm looking forward actually to explaining this perhaps in the new year about the different areas, uh, what they have to offer, where they are in relation to the center of Dubai, and, but then even what is the center of Dubai now? There's so many projects popping up. Dubai South, which seemed so, so far away, part of the Expo Center uh, site and where COP28 happened in November, end of November, you know, seems so far away, but actually is only 20 minutes away from JBR where I live. So the roads, the connectivity, the, uh, the metro systems, which are all expanding, you know, is making Dubai you know, a much smaller place, in fact, despite the fact that it is a, a very large landmass. Land yeah, and just last week we were talking about the Arabian ranches. Now, this is a good example. I'll just refresh people's uh, memories here. Arabian ranches, you talked about Arabian ranches one, which was built back in 2004, very established, many park-like settings, 
And if you talk to most people that might know just a little bit about Dubai, they may know that there is Arabian ranches one, two and three. But outside of Dubai, people have got no idea about this. So this is something that I think is going to be great for us to break down into the new year and just select these different suburbs and how many stages there are within these suburbs. Yeah, and it's all down to the uh, testimony and the success of, dare I say, the original project. You know, this particular project, EMAR, I mean, I won't go too much into it, otherwise I won't have anything to talk about in the new year. But this particular project was very successful for for EMAR. And, you know, fast forward years ahead comes Arabian Ranches 2. And now and now they're also, uh, you know, building Arabian Ranches 3. Will there be a four and a five? Who knows? It depends on on, on the land mass and, and the land bank that maybe this particular developer has. So nobody else can do an Arabian Ranches 4 or 5 because clearly it's been uh, captured by, by EMA. And just to finish up, you've got some news from Nikhil Developments. Yeah, I wanted to just briefly talk about Dubai Islands, which uh, was formerly known as Deera Islands and part of what was to be Palm Deera. Um, now, Palm Deera, for the, for the listeners, was in fact the third palm that Nikhil had uh, planned. This was going to be massive. There was going to be over a million people living on this palm alone. So you can you can imagine how big it was going to be. But of course, the financial crash of 2008, 2009 came. And actually, this was another project that unfortunately Nikhil uh, mothballed, if you like, or, or, or stopped. This particular part now has been broken down into five uh, island clusters, and it's located down the coast near to Port Rashid um, in front of Jumeirah 1. The islands are a mix of residential and resort communities. There's going to be one called Central Island, Marina Island, Shore Island, Gulf Island, and Elite Island. As I said, there's going to be a golf course, a private island with exclusive mansions, a hospitality island with a total of 80 hotels and resorts, including wellness resorts, boutique stays and and family eco-conscious hotels. Now, the waterfront destination will have over 20 kilometers of beaches and two square kilometers of parks, open spaces, beach clubs, etc. The five islands will be developed in stages and over a prolonged period of time. So this is one that's going to be around for a while. Yeah, sounds uh, pretty good with some of those amenities, eh? Very luxurious. All right, well, we'll leave it there, uh, Mario. Great to be talking to you on Boxing Day, the day after Christmas. Make sure that you do rest up, though, because you're going to be back into it very shortly. And uh, one gets the impression 2024 is going to be just as busy as 2023. Well, we have very high hopes. I think from uh, a prediction point of view, I think we're looking at a similar sort of uh, stance to 23, maybe not as frenetic, maybe not as steep in any rises, but definitely a positive year, I believe, for the real estate property market. Explore new property destinations where you could live with exclusive interviews covering real estate news and market insights. We cover everything on the Dubai Property Podcast. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.